When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Good evening, and thank you for watching uh, episode 50 of Indeed. So we're going to start things off a little differently, and uh, that's uh, just saying thank you. Uh, thank you to all of our supporters, everyone who watches the show every week. There's uh, there's more and more of you every week, and it's awesome to see, and the ones of you that keep coming back, it's like cool to build this little community with you, and that's... Uh, you know, that the more we've been able to do this, it's just been awesome to see that like flourish and bloom. So thank you to all of you. Uh, obviously, we started, we didn't start here on Fightful. We started uh, first episode of Indeed uh, was me sitting alone talking about some indie shows I watched that I really liked. Uh, and that was over on Bodyslam.net. And we had a nice home there for a while. Uh, and I wanted to, want to say thanks to Cassidy Haynes for giving you know giving us a place to start that and you know kind of build build the foundation of where we are now. Uh, also, congrats on your relaunch today, uh, and all of our awesome guests who've been on the show. Thank you to all of you. I'm not going to name you all. There's too many, and uh, you know, like then every it, it, you can't put wrestlers on lists because then you'll be like, why am I not on the list? And look, so I'm just. Blanket thank you to every guest, including today's guest, who we'll introduce in a bit. <laughs> and then uh, for me, of course, I've, I got to thank Reg, because uh, if I didn't like partner up with Reg after doing this for only if like I did this like alone for like six episodes. Terrible. Don't go back and watch any of them. And if I didn't partner up with Reg when I did, there is a pretty good chance that uh, we wouldn't be at episode 50 today. Also, I can't imagine doing the show with anyone else other than Reg. So thank you to Reg for just being the best co-host I could have possibly had for this. Uh, and as much as I want to keep doing this with you, I know that it, it like over the last couple of years, I've just seen so much good shit and good fortune come your way. A lot of great opportunities are coming your way. You're busier than you've ever been. And there's going to be a day soon where I have to replace you because you're just going to be too damn busy to be here. And I hope it's sooner than later. I hope so, too, man. I need money. I'm broke. I'm broke as hell. I need a lot of money. <laughs> I need about $200. I don't know how much money is. Whatever. Shout out to Mike. I appreciate that uh, intro and that love. Uh, Indeed has been a godsend, honestly. I talk. I have a lot of podcasts. I talk about pro wrestling all day, every day of my life. Most of those, all of those are about mainstream wrestling. 
talking about AEW, talking about CM Punk, talking about WWE, whatever, whatever. But here on Indeed, I get the opportunity to talk about what I really want to talk about all the time. And that's independent wrestling, because at the core of all of this, this shit is just about independent wrestling. And there wouldn't be any mainstream wrestling without independent wrestling. So we're going to continue to put a shine on those who deserve it. This is the space that we use to make sure the wrestlers that we love, the people that we want to see, get more attention, get it. So without Indeed, there wouldn't be that. So we're going to continue to give y'all that. Appreciate everybody always showing up. Appreciate all the wrestlers who continuously show love. When I'm at a live show and someone's like, Indeed is blah, blah, blah. It's like it hits every time. Like it never is not dope for me. So shout out to all y'all. Appreciate y'all. And uh, let's keep this party going, man. We're only 50 in. Uh, let's uh, let's go. But yeah, what, like Mike said, hopefully somebody's like, here's a lot of money to do something that you love. And uh, <laughs> we'll be out here. So uh, yeah, yeah. Indeed, baby. But let's get to the stuff we are here to get to. Very yeah. important episode. Very important 50 right here. We got a big, big, big guest here. As you know, the BW500 came out recently. People had me uh, up in arms and uh, around the corner and on the ground and every awkward position you could have, they had me there. But every time people were arguing with me on the internet, I would say to them, "You're argu- if you're arguing with me, you already don't understand the point of the list. If you're in my DMs talking about numbers, you already don't understand the point of the list. If you're fighting about why Bobby Lashley isn't number four, you don't understand the point of the list. You know who Bobby Lashley is. You know it doesn't matter what his number. Bobby Lashley could be 500. He's still Bobby Lashley. That's not going to change anything. But on the backs of that, that's exactly what Indeed is about. About 80% of the PW of the BW 500 is independent wrestlers. Like The lifeblood of that list is this. And... Now, the new leader of that list, very recently defeating the long-reigning Pan-African World Diaspora World Champion, Trisha Dora. Shout out to Trisha Dora. Amazing run. Amazing. The way that she represented for the championship, it's going to be hard to replicate. But this man right here is going to try his best. You've seen him in a multitude of places, but the work that he's been doing the last year year and a half or so has been exceptional and he earned this championship more than anything more than just like oh he's the black guy that's out here outside no he did the work to be the next one out here so we'd like to welcome to indeed Shug D Shug how are you today my friend why you put a little extra on it um I'm (laughs) I'm I'm fine I'm great let me let me give everybody the shot that they came to see come on you know what time it is oh my god it's beautiful (laughs) Oh my God! It still looks so good. That's the best part about it. It ain't no. It ain't gonna stop looking good. It ain't gonna stop looking good. Like black don't crack. We we know this. You know know, everything. Saying. Also, uh, before we get started, um, shout out to Gaston Larue. Okay, (laughs) let's talk about it. Gaston Larue. Um, I popped. You can look away, Reg. It's fine. I popped. Because um, I know who Gaston LaRue is. Because I, I do my homework. So as soon as I saw that name on there, I'm like, I thought it was going to be a Jordan Oliver situation or like um, my man uh, Robert Martyr, where it's like he look away, but if you do the 23 and me, you know exactly, like like it, it adds up. 
I just appreciate the fact that as soon as he caught wind of the fact that he was on the list, he cleared that up immediately. I'm not trying to take any spots away from anybody else, yada, yada, yada. I am from the, I am caucus. I am from the island of caucus. I like what y'all are doing, but please give somebody else that, that spot so there ain't no issues. I know we're not giving out cookout invites. I don't believe in that kind of thing. But Gaston LaRue, I will bring you a plate, sir. Let me know what you need. I will hook that up for you. Uh, thanks for doing the right thing when you could have easily. There's plenty of people who would not have done what he did in that situation. They, they would have tried to run with that. So thank you. Thank you very much. All right. What you want to talk about? <laughs> I've been plotting. I've been plotting on you. From the moment I knew that she was gonna be, I was, I, I, I had that ready. I had that ready, sir. Locked and loaded. But we you, appreciate what you Jay do. Rose, I just can't get away from this, Mike. Do you see what I have to deal with with these hey. people all the time? And yes, these people should. <laughs> so I have to ask a question. I do have to ask a question though, because because yeah, I'm gen- I'm generally curious because I'm still a wrestling nerd at heart, no matter what. So <clears throat> I had uh, I talked with PWI recently. And, of course, they admitted the fact that they forgot about Naito um, mm-hmm. on the list. So, um, I didn't – I asked him in private, and I'll never give that answer. But he's like, so who wasn't supposed to make the list? So, Naito could make the list if that was the case. But we're not going to do that because that's going to insult somebody. Yeah. So, now that we know that Gaston <laughs> is not of the list, who's the 500th person that does meet the 23andMe requirements? See, the issue is, is that there's some at the end that, you know, like when I'm not scrambling, but when I'm trying to put this thing together, the end, the bottom of this list, I'm exchanging a lot of names. I'm moving things. I'm looking at different wrestlers. I have a list of names throughout the year that I build of wrestlers. And somehow, some way, the homeboy Gaston LaRue slid in there. Like I said, I tweeted recently after the list. Maybe I'll just continue to include a couple of where's Waldo's in the list just so if you need to, you're like, oh, there's Waldo right there. Just one or two in there just to, you know, keep sure y'all on your toes. And they find it real quick, Shug. Don't worry about it. They find I believe it. it. I, I'm going to tweet it out because I'm going to go and look in my phone. I don't want to, again, like Mike said, disrespect anybody by trying to lame somebody right now. But right. there were a bunch of tremendous. Oh, it's Moose. I forgot. Sorry. Moose is the one I forgot. It's Moose. Okay, Moose. All right, there we go. Moose, collect your door prize. You know, at, at, like, collect your door prize when you get opportunity. I know, for me, I'm just going to be honest. When I saw the list, I, like, I already knew I wasn't going to rank high. Like, I, I just knew. The only thing that changed stuff was, you know, this this will flip your, your position real quick. And this was a late entry right here, Daddy. So, like, mm-hmm. um, like I knew it wasn't going to work out. And um, I just want to to give a little something for my people out there. I kind of ended up having that conversation with Darian Bankston recently while uh, we were on the way to nap. Um, shout out Darian Bankston. You know, he's uh, he's a pretty boy, but I could still deal with him. I, I, I'm totally. notorious, I notoriously hate pretty boys in this business. I like my, <laughs> I like my wrestlers and I like my wrestling ugly. You know what I'm saying? Like that's, I like the grimy stuff. So he, I he's like too, it. He's a little too pretty for the business, but he, he's still good. Um, that said, I talked to Darian Bankson about the fact that um, it's not what your career looks like when stuff is booming. You know, when all the bookings are coming in, when everybody's tweeting about you, when, oh, the dream match is this, and everybody's making their little clout list of who they want to wrestle, and then your name is on it or whatever it is. 
Um, is what you got going on when it's quiet. And there's a lot of guys that, you know, Jimmy Rave used to have this conversation with me all the time. Um, he came up in a time when there was a lot of really good wrestlers. Mm-hmm. That's whose names you don't hear anymore. They had their wave and then they never caught another wave again. So what is it that you're doing when your wave eventually breaks? What are you doing until that next wave comes back up? And I'm I'm fortunate to be able to say as long as I've been doing it, there have been some times I've been surfing and there's been some times I've been coming to beach until the next wave comes through. But um, I always find a way back into the fold, whether it's I have to flip my style up, if I have to flip the character up, this, that, and the third. So to a lot of you younger cats or to a lot of you cats who are wondering what's what's next, um, you can't win unless you play. If you're really about this, you're really about to find out what you're made of when they're not beating down your door about booking you, when um, you don't know what's going on. And when I when, when I talk about the BWI, I knew my, my year wasn't the strongest year as ones that I've had previously. And that's okay. There's going to be some times where it's not like that. I had to work on some things about me, my style, my confidence, everything. So that meant kind of drawing back and being a little bit more quiet. I got a little bit more selective. But I stayed quiet so that I'd have enough voice for when it was time to yell. And yeah, I can yell now. All right, at the top of my lungs. So, um, anybody that's out there that's wondering when they get their chance to yell, just work on your breathing a little bit. Stay quiet, you know, and it'll come together. It'll come together. A lot of people thought I didn't have a lot left in the tank, but I'm running on premium right now. So we'll we'll see what goes down. Thanks for having me. A lot oh, of happy. bars in there. Absolutely. <laughs> That's uh no, there's a, there's there's definitely some wisdom in there. Um and uh, you know, with the belt, that's actually I think a perfect place to start. Okay. Uh you know, you just won it, but also uh it's you know, it 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 holds a significance. Um, you know, like every every culture and region has their own championships and uh promotions and titles, so from a representation standpoint, I like I recognize the importance of this title existing for the Black wrestling community. I appreciate, and that. like the World Championship designation, you know, obviously furthers that. But what does it mean to you, Shug D, to hold that belt? Uh, I'm always big on the joke of um, <clears throat> I think I'm like a mixtape status wrestler. At the end of the day, um. I don't think I'll ever have a I, like, I, I, and that's just me being realistic with myself. I don't think I'm ever going to be a guy that they're going to beat down the door about um, signing a deal. And even when I look at what's out there, sometimes I'm not sure I'd, I'd be totally interested when it's all said and done. I got bills like everybody else, and it's going to take a number. You know, I, I'm not saying it's got to be a, a crazy number, but you know, I, I, I got to knock some bills out if we're going to go ahead and do all that and everything. And um, you know, uh, I'm not. I'm not doing I'm not doing like WWE numbers, you know, on my own, but um I'm also doing better than an extra. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I'm good. You know, I, I I I can pick and choose my opportunities now and I've earned that. I've earned the ability to do that. Um that said, when I think about this and what it means to me, I, I feel like I'm I may have said this on a different interview, but it, it bears reiteration. I think 
the commentary about this title is either this is something very grand, very important, especially in my case, because as a mixtape status wrestler, you never expect to chart, especially chart big. And this is like having a number one hit out of nowhere, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And they can't take that away from you. Like, uh, it's designated, it's certified, it's a real deal. I love it when you have something where it doesn't matter what anybody else feels about it. The facts and the figures are what is. So, you can feel however you want to feel about it. You can think this is the most important title in the history of world titles, or as some people have put it, you can you can look at it as a separatist or a racist or a segregative title at the end of the day. That's not what it's about, but it's not about mm-hmm. how you feel about it. This is what it is. This is yep. a world championship. The same way that Alex Kane walks around with a world championship and we both took that picture, that's two world champions in the picture. This ain't a vanity belt alongside a world championship. That's two black brothers rocking their world titles together and respecting where we're at. Um, I say that to say, um, you just mentioned it before, Trish had a hell of a run. So now I have to have mine. And it's always a concern about what that's going to look like. I'm not here to do what she did. I have to do it in my own way. And I have to hope I could take it further. And I hope that whoever takes it off of me could take it even further than that and so on and so on and so on. Um, if she's the foundation of the house for this title, I have to be the one to pave the roads to make it open so that more can get to this title. And I've gone on record that um, I've got a lot of people that want shots at this. i got people that are plugged in for shots already. This Friday is me and A-Game at Paradigm Pro Wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, he's getting a shot based off the fact that the last time that we were in a ring together many moons ago, um, it went to a draw. He took me to my limit. I'll be fair. He deserves a shot. Um, O'Shea Edwards, he'll get a shot in February because he's been owed a shot. And whoever won the triple threat was going to get a shot. Was He was the next one up. So I look forward to some grown man shit with him very soon. Every time we get together, it hurts, but people talk about it. I know uh, Billy got, Dixon's gonna have his name in there. I'm sure. He's, uh, yeah, that's the yeah. business. You can't run mm-hmm. from the business. So, like, I'm I'm looking forward to that. However, it shows up. Um, but I'm also looking for people too. Um, I've gone on record, and I'll say it again. I've said it every interview I've had, and I'll keep saying it because I don't want it to be uh, misinterpreted. Who was number one on the BWI 500 this year? Brian Keith. Okay. Thanks for introducing me as the new number one. But as far as that list goes, as a print, it was Brian Keith. If he wants to be the number one guy for real in black wrestling, I think he's missing the hardware. If I want to be the number one guy in black wrestling, I can't be in the room with a guy that you say is the number one and it not be that. So his invite is always open. And I've talked to anybody that we can to go ahead and make this thing happen. Um, It is a priority to make that thing happen because that's something I wanted even before this. We're going to make that happen. Uh, Just so I don't get long with it. So you can actually ask some questions. The last (laughs) thing I want to say about this at the end of the day is there are championships that have been held by people where, you know, a white man has never touched it. It's never left this country. And we're talking about Mexico. We're talking about Japan, a ton of countries where there's still a respect and a reverence for that championship, even though there's never been anybody of, you know, European descent, you know, Caucasian American, whatever you want to call it, that has held it. And there's respect for that style. There's respect for that culture of wrestling. 
I want to believe that we're building our own and that shouldn't threaten anybody. That shouldn't piss anybody off. That shouldn't make somebody feel some type of way. Um, even though I know for some people it does. And if that's the case, it's just not for you. But for once, we have an opportunity to kind of have something for ourselves and to, probably, to put a spotlight on people who need it. And this is really about being able to put people in a class, like to be able to have big matchups that have that talent that you know and that talent that you don't know. So we're going to open some roads up and we're going to see who really wants it. And I got to see how bad I really want to keep it. You know, Suge, uh, going into your world title match, mm-hmm. I'll be completely transparent here. <laughs> I counted you out. Look, I'm, I'm going to just say it on record. You I was going was gonna into be the Darius match Cartier, saying <laughs> Darius Carter was going to be the one. I thought he was the one. I thought he was set up for this. <laughs> thought he was the one. And Suge turned it around. How did that kind of feel? Because I wasn't the only one. There were a number of people kind of being like, Yo, this is DC's time. It's all this, it's this, and this. And Suge was like, you know, you didn't let him. You didn't say that. It just didn't happen. What happened here? Nah, boy. Um, look, <laughs> it's it's not my first time being in a scenario where um people thought and then it worked out a certain way. Sometimes it's the other way around. People thought it in my favor and it it, it went the other way. Um, you don't know until you know. Um I know I wanted that match with Trish in the worst way, but then, you know, Darius Carter had a point. And the thing that – there's two things that drive me crazy about Darius Carter. One, he's very talented. Only two? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know where he – it's like, look, he's very talented. He's very talented. I will never take that away from him. He's talented. So talented. The other thing is – as much as it pisses me off when he gets on his promos and he starts talking about the fact that it's like this and, you know, all this other stuff, dun, 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 all that other stuff like that, a lot of the times he's right. Yeah. Like, he's absolutely right sometimes. Yeah. There's some times where he's he's absolutely twisted the truth when it's all said and done. But awesome. um, was he older shot? Yes. Did he draw and also beat Trisha Dora? Sure did. Did something I didn't do up until that day. Um, But I don't run from nothing. People can say a lot of things about what they want about my career and who I am as an athlete and this, that, and the third. I don't run from nothing. Not the criticism, not the physical stuff, not how big, not strong, fast, younger, older, whatever. I don't run from any of it. And it literally was a situation where I'm in a ring with two people I've never beaten before. I've had single matches with them both and never beaten them before. I've worn the egg on my face. So you have to take yourself somewhere you've never been and you have to visualize the fact that I've already seen the worst of the worst in both of those situations. What if this is the time where it comes out different and it did and it hurt cause this is what I wanted. But at the same time, um, there was something that felt very final about pinning Trish. Mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I'll go on record as saying, um, I love chasing her. Because chasing her made me a better wrestler every time. I hated losing, but I would always take that time to get better. And I'd ask myself some days, am I working as hard? Am I plotting? Am I scheming as hard as Trisha's scheming? Because she dropped the title and she already decided she's going to pull the flip. And what is it? She challenged Julia recently? Mm-hmm. New Japan yep. Strong? A couple she days ago. Been, she could have mm-hmm. been moping. She already, she already plotting on the next move. You know what I'm saying? So all Great I can do is smile. All I can do is smile. 
And Darius Carter, uh, matter of fact, I'm going to tell you exactly what promo you need to expect. <clears throat> we had a triple threat matchup and you pinned Trisha Dora, but you didn't pin me, Shook D. You didn't pin me, the greatest, the all father of all things. And you want to run around claiming that you are the champion when I I, possessor of all things, have the title, and, and, and you run around acting like you are the one. Until you pin me, there is no one. And that will never happen, Shook D. That will never happen until you give me a one-on-one match. And it'll happen. I know I'm going to have to work wrestle him. I know it's going to happen. But he's going to have to wait in the back of the line. That one, That's not on me. That's what Johnny Bruss said. If me or him lost, back of the line, there's a bunch of other people. Guess what? He lost. Back of the line. I got O'Shea to worry about. I got A-game to worry about. I got some surprises along the way that we waiting to get finalized. It might even be a few international surprises. I got to hop some flights because this is a world title after all. So there might be a few flights I have to hop. We'll get to you. My people will call your people. The ice cream machine is broken right now. We'll get with you when it's fixed. All right. Thank you. That's my official statement on that. The ice cream machine. DC is going to come after us for sure. (laughs) <laughs> he he wants to be cute and tell me that the ice cream machine is broken. It's always working when I'm in the building. <laughs> His music does hit though. It, it's it's a a hit. It it I ain't gonna front with you. It's a mm-hmm. stunningly accurate impression though. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Uh, speaking you of ta- that? yep. <laughs> speaking of taking the belt places, uh, Van Twinblade, uh, sign guy at Glory Pro. If you're familiar with. Uh, Cap, you gonna come to Glory Pro with that belt? Maybe let Judy take it off you for a minute. Why is it everybody be saying when you gonna show up so somebody can take it off? No, <laughs> that's not how this works. I'm showing up and beating. I'm the beater. Okay, what was that Coco Cabana one? The one he had with New Jack. He said, "I want to be the one." When he was talking about New Jack, he's like, "I don't want to be the beat down man. I want to be the one. I'm the beater." You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, so I'm, when I'm, are you gonna show up and lose that belt? <laughs> <laughs> Still, nothing's changed. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like I got the title. They waiting on when exactly. So yep. um she was she's somebody I would be intrigued to wrestle. Um yeah. I was like my wrestle niece, man. Like, um, and she's come such a long way. She's she's grown a lot. And honestly, um, I look at situations like the Jocelyn Navarro defense that I had at Naptown. Mm-hmm. Um, she's incredible. Yeah. And not enough people know it. And I've got it worked into the deals that I have with places that we're going to be working with. Um, We'll announce that more in time about official places that we're going to be working with and have relationships with Mm -hmm. because it's a twofold reason. Um, One, we want it so that the matches that are happening at those places are spotlighted and also count in the rankings. That way, you know specifically why somebody's getting a title shot because of work they're doing out there in places, et cetera, et cetera. Uh And then two, um, I want to I want to open it up so that it's not just the usual suspects of people that are worth a shot here. Like mm-hmm. Jocelyn was undefeated at that, but had some stiff competition. Of course, I got to go see that. I got to answer that. Tootie is an incredible competitor. She's been getting her shine on at NWA. I hear there's some other things in the works possibly for her. We we talk all the time and stuff. I I would love to wrestle her. Now, to be honest, I'm not trying to put somebody ahead of her. But if we were talking about Glory Pro and we were talking about somebody from that area I want a shot at, and I pay attention, um, I, I, I stay scheming. Um, Camaro Jackson mm. got to mm-hmm. see me. Bad like, boy. I, I want to see him, and I hope he want to see me. Um, hell of a work ethic. I like the kid a lot. Um, he paid his dues, and he's like the man around that scene. And the thing is, his Big name time. don't come up enough for me. 
Um, it'd be a tough match, but I want that match, and I just want him to know if he's open to it. Uh, the conversation is absolutely open. We can mm-hmm. do that. You uh, you tweeted yesterday or the day before about a little couple bullet points and a contingency plan on kind of what's going into the next contenders. I'd like to get it. Who is when you say we? Who's a part of this kind of decision making into what's going to go forward with that? And uh, you're executing it. I was going to say when you're going to start executing, but you already started executing. <laughs> glad you glad you asked. Um, so of course, uh, this the home of this championship is always going to be DC, always. And um, it emanates out of fight uh, out of Fight Club Wrestling, of course, which yes. is Johnny Bruh, Chris Kazama, um, mm-hmm. some other people behind the scenes. So. Um, this was in the works before I even got the title match. But, okay. um, you know, we wanted to find ways to expand and try to open this up so that we could we could get this thing moving and we could identify some other talent and whatnot because if we're opening roads up, it leads more people to come into D.C., which I think is a... D.C. is an untapped wrestling city. I say Thanks. that because the commission makes... Maryland as a whole, they make it so hard to do business there, but like, God, they're so appreciative. There's a bunch of talent that's there and they're not getting seen the way that they should be seen. So, um, yeah, my address is Georgia, but as long as I got this, not only is this a world thing, but I'm also the keeper and the holder of the DC scene as a whole. And I take that personally because I know what it's like to feel small when I know I could fill up a room if I had the opportunity. And I think that's the DC territory as a whole. So we both got a hair up our ass in terms of them as a territory and me as a performer. So we're going to do this together. We're going to try to grow this thing together. So if that means we can open up some roads so some people can come to there, but also that means we can get some people out to some of these other great places that are Mm. going on and let's do what we need to do. Um, But Chris Kazama, Johnny Bruh, of course, um, me as a talent, I like to identify what else is out there, but I was doing that even before then because, of course, I like this and I want to see it grow. Um, I think it's safe to say some of the places I'm about to mention now, it's 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 pretty much a formality that they're they're down with us. Like Nap, they're down with the idea. Action, they're yeah. down with the idea. Battle Club Pro, they're down with the idea. Um, of course, uh, Reg, you you you'll probably know them, and I, that's a conversation I want to have. Um, I got to reach out to Dark Sheik. I would love to hood slam to yep. be down with this. Um, I, I'm openly putting it out there in the world. West Coast Pro, we want to talk yep. with you. You know, because mm-hmm. you you wanted the loudest and the proudest. Bad of out here, right, yes, need it right. real bad. Need that, and it's like I'm looking at. I'm, I want to talk to Glory Pro. I've I've talked to Glory Pro. We have to have a further conversation. But aside from that, there's also places overseas that I'm talking to, and we want to just be able to create that network. That way, it's not just we're throwing up numbers just to throw up numbers or we're throwing out names to throw out names. People are doing great work. And PWI has also been very good with us, too, because um, as a recognized world title, they print rankings. So we want to be able to look at that, print those rankings so we got something in black and white, and then we got something to work off of and go forward. Um, Not to be that guy, but it's not like I'm worried about what they got to say about what I'm doing because they're not worried about what I got going on either. But, you know, it's stuff like uh, the NWA should be doing, but they're not. So it is what it is. Don't get me started. <laughs> Look, you know how you learn something off of somebody that you don't expect to learn not a damn thing from? That's me about plies. 
implies <laughs> if you've ever been on his Instagram, I wasn't expecting you to say prize. No, if you've been on his Instagram, you'll know what I'm talking about. He he a wild boy, but sometimes he'll drop a gem. One of my yeah. favorite things that he ever said was, um, they start really hating you when you do what they did to you, but to them and better. And it's like, you got the name, you got the structure, you got the the history, you got all that other stuff like that. And um, there was a point where it looked like you was really doing something cool with it. And then um, every so often, you just remind us, <laughs> you you could be doing something cool with it, but what's the, what's the Cedric the Entertainer? It don't quite curl over. It don't, his curl never quite... <laughs> So I'm I'm, t- I'm tired of waiting, and I think that's. But what Shug, I- they had a black world champ for like. <laughs> I couldn't even finish. I'm sorry. And that wasn't that wasn't even under his watch when that happened. You know what I'm saying? So like that, what that was that was a Jared move. You know what I'm saying? Shout out Jeff Jared. Hey, that was a Jared move. Uh, like like shout out Jeff Jared. But um, I, I digress. Um, I'm glad you thought about our truth and not Tyrus, like I was talking about. <laughs> Who, who, I, 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 and I'm not saying who, like, I, I don't know. It's just, you know, my memory's hazy. I, I can't think about what was going on during that time. Um, I'm just saying, you know, I, I, what's, what's the whole thing? I don't like to mix, mix my politics with wrestling. I don't. So I just, so I just block it out. So I just block mm-hmm. it out. I guess that's why I haven't thought about it. But, um, you know, and shout out to them. You know, it's, it's just an opinion. Who am I? I was Pineapple Pete. I was running around. Getting my ass beat during the pandemic and some yellow and green. You know, who am I? Because I already know that's going to come. But, um, you know, the money was good. The experience was good. Great. Cool. But um, regardless of anything, there's good talent there. There's potential there. It's just there's stuff they're just not doing. And um, it sucks because we need as many people as possible doing what they need to do. But that's why I get super excited about this because... um, I think a lot of us are tired of waiting now. So we're ready to do something, which you see like with Ashe. Ashe ain't waiting for somebody else to book these matches that we wanted to see. They're just going to go ahead and do it. Um, I'm not waiting for somebody to tell us it's okay to go ahead and do this. I I and the committee are going to go out there and make it happen amongst people who want to make it happen. I think Mm -hmm. a lot of this business is... Yeah, there's patience, but there's also knowing when to strike. And I think we're poised to strike in a very good way and to put a lot of us in really good positions when it's all said and done. This is bigger than what I'm doing with it right now. It has to be bigger by the time I'm done with it. Trish did that, and I want to be able to say I did that too, no matter who's next. Hell yeah. Mm. I know you did mention taking that belt overseas. Uh, yeah. Something that you know, J- sorry, J Rose, he, he retained, so it's happening. <laughs> J Rose is talking crazy on your was, name last week. Oh my god! <laughs> Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, because I love J Rose. What did he say? What did he say? What did he say? What did he say? Well, he wanted Jocelyn to win the belt so the belt would stay in nap. And I'm like, yo, but for the culture, like Suge's gonna take it overseas and do all these things. He's like, I don't care about none of that. I care about nap. And I was like. <laughs> All right. <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, um, it is a world championship. It does have a schedule. That's why I always post my schedule in advance. Um, mm-hmm. If I lose, they get the bookings because they're booking the champ at the end of the day. 
Right. So she's still going to have to go do whatever's been on the list, and then they're going to have to work out what's going on. I want that on record. Like, they, they're, uh, it's a plus that they're booking Suge D. I'd like to think that's a plus because I, I think I, I bring a lot to a card no matter what's going on. But they're booking the champ. So if that changes, it is what it is. Like, the show's got to mm-hmm. go on. But that's a little selfish. You want to keep it right to Indiana? Like, <laughs> that's what I said. That's selfish, <laughs> J-Rose. This is the culture. Like, we're expanding around the world. He's like, nah, nap. And I'm like, I get it. But also, like, yo, we so doing wanna, something. So he want to be Black Drew? When it's all yes. said and done, it's just like, nah, nah, if it ain't in the end, it ain't happening. It ain't happening. We're right here. The next, Black yeah. Drew, that's crazy. Have you ever seen, you ever seen what's love got to do with it? He said, she can leave, but the name stay home. The name stay home. That's how you feel about the title. I'm like, man, okay. Exactly. Wow, J-Rose. He like, he, so, so if, okay, so on record, he just said it, not me. If you win the title under J Rose's watch and you a Naptown yep. regular, you in a three sixty to Indiana. You That's might as well it, go ahead and <laughs> you might as well go ahead and get a get a get a place, buy some buy some property. You are gonna be there for a while, okay? If you nap, you nap. This right. nap. <laughs> you tie you tie other promoters all all in the video dancing in the video. You know you, you want to have some banger matches. You want to be a star. Come to nap. Come to nap. All right. <laughs> Bet. You see how people be plotting on me? Like, they're making yeah, their yeah. own plans off my downfall. And, like, I, I'm, I'm only at V1, man. I'm trying to I'm trying to at least match what Trish had on defenses. Like, right man, up, crazy. Because I haven't heard no one being like, I can't wait to see Shook successfully defend that championship when he gets it. Everybody's like, Fuck. downfall. Right. He's on his way. I can't wait till my favorite black wrestler defeats him. <laughs> Look, I, I, I'm here. I'm here for. I'm here for Shug's record-breaking 1,339th day as champion. Yes. Ooh, that sounds tiring. That oh, sounds crazy. That's a long time <laughs> when you put it into perspective. But that's that's how that's the minimum number of days you'll have to hold that belt for to break, break Trisha's record, which yeah. is insane. I'm, like, I'm gonna be honest with you. Um, I, like I am transparent. I'm 38 years old. I'm a great looking 38, <laughs> by the way. I'm, I'm gonna throw it out there. I'm 38 years old. So that equated to about like what three and a half years, mm-hmm. something Ooh. like that. Like so, so if I put in that kind of time, I demand the Pan African pension when I drop <laughs> it. You know what I'm saying? I demand the Pan African pension, but we are gonna see what goes down. You know. So, <laughs> so uh. You know, we you know we did, you did mention bringing it overseas. I know England is uh, somewhere you've spent some time at before, um, so you know uh, here on Indeed, we're of course always about giving love to uh, everybody. So who are who are some people that when you know when you're thinking about bringing that belt over to England, who are some people that are you know especially for the North American audience that we predominantly have you know there's going to be some names that they're not going to be familiar with so uh who are yeah who are some people you're looking forward to having a match with for the, uh over that across the pond yeah, so you're so america's about to get familiar with somebody really soon mm-hmm. um Leon yep. Slater. very soon yep congratulations good job kid. impact like, real talk um yeah i met leon i met leon at a uh at a north show in mm-hmm. newcastle mm-hmm. and um when I want to tell you, he's he's one of the most respectful kids. Uh, always ask questions. And the thing is with uh, UK over there. When I was over there, it was booming. I was having like, God, like a like a, a small weekend was three shows, 
And then, like, you know, I, I could get up to as much as five or six shows on a weekend sometimes. Wow. And, like, you know, money was great. I was making enough money where I was paying for all my bills back at home and then still taking care of stuff over there, had enough money to go crazy, you know, ball out a little bit. And um, I missed that time, but I really missed the people and the culture. And stuff was booming. And then, you know, speaking out, the pandemic, a bunch of other things happened. And it's a broken scene over there right now. So... I'm really proud for a lot of these young kids that are stepping up right now. And it's like, we don't care if the attendance ain't what it was. We don't care if the money ain't what it was. We got to keep this thing pushing. Like, we got to keep it alive. Leon was a part of that. Warren Banks was a part of that. Um, Roy Johnson with Everything Pattern. Um, that's mm-hmm. the that's the, the the godfather of we need to put a black show on and show everybody what it's all about. Before For the Culture, before all of that, before Black Wrestlers Matter, all that other stuff. Don't let nobody tell you different. It was Roy Johnson. Shout mm-hmm. out Roy Johnson. I would kill to give you a title shot. I would kill to give you a title shot. Like you gotta, you gotta quit with all the bodybuilding stuff because I don't want you to have no excuses. <laughs> you dehydrated. You was on a, a cycle week or whatever. Put some weight on. Go eat whatever you gotta eat. Get it. Get back to your wrestling body. Not, mm-hmm. not, not your, not your underwear model body. The wrestling body, and then come mm-hmm. see me. But um, you know, shout out everything pattern. Um. I absolutely want to see Darice. When I met Darice, uh, he was fresh out of training, um, lighting stuff up. He wasn't on the you know the big way. Like when I say oh one, you say two one oh you know <laughs> like he he wasn't on that yet. But he's a star. He got like a ton of belts. Him and Leon, they were a tag team. They're up and down, killing it, you know. And um, uh, he's Russell Carnival champion right now. And um, it got me thinking about some things now that I say that. But I really, really, really want to see Darice. And we can't talk about, you know, black wrestling in the I was UK about to say, come on. I was like, yo, is he going to do this without doing this? What's going we, on here? We can't talk about <laughs> black wrestling in the UK without talking about big match. Ajmo, Michael mm-hmm. Oku. Yep. One, the, what is it? The only, I, I think perhaps the only, hold on. I feel like there's another black star that has a five-star match as a Meltzer. Whether you take that mm. thing seriously or not. It doesn't change the fact that he's a black star with a Meltzer five star. I have to think about it. Yeah, but that's I think what I'm so. saying. Yeah, but I think he is the I think he is the only mm-hmm. one. And um, I, arguably, I think Kofi should have one because him yeah. and Dan, him and Daniel Bryan is the perfect. If I want to show five stars to me, that. that's that's when like yeah. it doesn't matter what Meltzer say. It doesn't matter what Meltzer. That's right. the five star match to me. There, yeah, he, 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 yeah, he's got some. He's got some ratings on there that are just like you know. Some of them were like, "That's a snub." <laughs> that was a <Yeah>. snub. <laughs> but you know, it's it's like that. The Grammys, yeah, the yeah. Oscars. You know, they, yeah. they, it's their committee. They're gonna put it together. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. But regardless of anything, um, like Oku's the man. He's been the man for a while. Um, when when it's time for the big match over there in England, very few people do it better. And uh. Like, I'm hoping he comes over to America more so people can see it. Honestly, mm-hmm. I'm hoping that somebody wises up and it's like, um, I'd hate to lose him on the indies, but he's too good to not have pen to paper. Yeah. He really need that when it's all said and done. But I would like to be able to get over there and um, have a few conversations with some of those gentlemen in the ring and see what we could get we could get cooking and whatnot if it comes down to it. Yeah, yeah. there's, a, there's some, a lot of, not just England, around the world. You've gotten into... You said so many names already of kind of where the future of this championship is going to go. And it's already so exciting. Just uh, 
like of course we got to continue to say Trish done a great amazing job but like she's kind of like on a tear deal it feels like she got stuff going on up there and she's like doing her thing and that's what made me excited about you winning the championship is that you're on the grind you're on the ground floor going for it you're going to be overseas you're going to be all the places you can get to put this championship over so Again, congrats for winning that championship, and I'm super excited about what the future of the championship is going to represent. But I'd like to know what's our because you said you're 38 years old. You've been in the game. You've been at Chikari. Yeah. You've been in AEW. You've been in all these places. What are do you still have goals out here that are beyond this championship? Beyond kind of what's happening today? Are there is there still something that you're like because you said you know you don't think you're going to be a contract. You don't. You're not going to be at WrestleMania and shit like. What what's what is there for Suge? So so I will say this: you you never know. There's a lot yeah. of stuff in my career that I just never knew. I always told myself at one point that um, it, boy, if you knew my goals when I first started in comparison <laughs> to what they look like now, you would either call me super foolish or just like delusional or. You swear I was smoking something, even though I don't do drugs. <laughs> it's not on no straight edge thing. It's okay. When I tell people I don't, I don't get into drugs or I don't drink. It's not a straight edge thing. It's not me trying to be on some like, oh my god, this stuff or whatever it is. Um, I couldn't afford none of it, and I ain't know nobody right. that could get me none of it when it was time to mm-hmm. go. And by the time I got to the point where I could get it, I was spending money on other things. I ain't see the point. So I'm not, I'm not trying to floss on y'all. It is what it is. Um, I digress. The point that I'm trying to make uh, when you ask me about my goals, I didn't know AEW was going to be something. Like, technically, that mm-hmm. wasn't even... I, I joke a lot, but I'm also serious. It wasn't supposed to be my opportunity. It really mm-hmm. took the end of the world for that to be my opportunity. Like, the world literally had to shut down for Shook D to kick in. Um, they were they were supposed to be um, doing blood and guts in New York when that mm-hmm. whole thing came together. They weren't thinking about coming to Atlanta for some time. Like... Um, that was a quest of necessity. And then it's a, it's a comedy of errors because the world has to shut down. Um, they make the move to Florida. Then even I got the, the debut with Kip Sabian had the match match went well, but they were going to do Florida for a little while more. But then, um, you know, there was the issue with Florida. They had to make the sudden pivot. They went to Atlanta. I had to wake up at night to go pee because sometimes that happens. And I noticed that there was the text from QT Marshall saying that, hey, can you be in Atlanta at 7 a.m. and I'm waking up at 4 a.m. I have to hurry up and pack my bag. I could have missed that because I didn't have to go pee. Thank God I drank too much water that night. I'm just showing you how many comedies and errors have to come together to make this happen. So then that happens. So then I have to hurry up and pack a bag. I'm going through and I'm looking at shirts to have. I I had a lemon shirt and I had a pineapple shirt. What if I didn't find that? What if it wasn't in the wash? What if I didn't feel like going through my clothes or whatever? But I got those packed. I get there. I get there just in time. I check out. I didn't get COVID. All this stuff is happening. Um, I have to pick a shirt to go with my gear. If I had picked the other gear, it wouldn't have matched. So I would have been Lemon Larry or whatever it is. And then <laughs> shit don't pop. You know what I'm saying? I happen to be wearing a pineapple shirt. Then let's let's get even more coincidental. It was supposed to be Excalibur that was on commentary. Excalibur couldn't make it, couldn't fly out. California was locked down. Jericho said he would do it. He couldn't wrestle, but he said he would do it. 
he, he was set to wrestle, but they needed somebody in commentary. So he pulled the flip and he did commentary. That was the first time he ever did commentary was during the pandemic. So now Chris Jericho's in the chair. I happen to be on camera. They happen to take the camera shot. Oh my God, it reminds him of a place back in all the way in Florida during the WCW Worldwide days when this brother used to go to a place called Pineapple Pete's. So he dropped the Pineapple Pete name. Oh my God, it gets over. We go into what's going on. But it took that many comedies and errors just for me to be able to get what I got. So what I'm saying to you is you never know how many things in this dumbass little butterfly effect comes together to get you a shot. I say all that to say it was a great time. It was a fun time. The two biggest regrets about the Pineapple Pete run. The first one is I I had hoped maybe in the back of my mind, I always knew in the back of my mind that, you know, all it takes is just a text for them to say, hey, we don't need you. Or, okay, it's been cool. This is it. I wanted. You oh. muted yourself. Oh. I was like, he's getting into it. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, Sorry. Oh. <laughs> I caught the spirit so bad, I muted myself. Oh, my God. Okay. So, uh, okay. I'm like, is that the powers to be being like, they can't hear this <laughs> <Nah>. part? <laughs> Redacted. <laughs> Contract, contract wrestling has been listening. The, the beast is listening. Yeah. The beast is listening. We have to change. We have to yeah. change the frequency. Yeah, that, 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 so, okay. on the five second delay. They let him get the story going, and then they're like, yeah, oh, contract wrestling. All right, shut him down. Yep. Like, yeah. So, all right. Basically, all I'm getting at is my two biggest regrets. One, I wanted to last long enough to be able to say, I wanted to last long enough to be able to say that I wrestled in like an actual arena. With a few mm-hmm. thousand people. Because I just wanted to know what that feels like. The most I've ever wrestled in front of is uh, Alexandra Palace Progress. It had about 1,500 people there. And it was it was live. Mm-hmm. I just want to know what 5,000 sounds like. I just want to know 6,000, 10,000, whatever. I just want to know, and I'm confident in myself. But I just want to know if they're feeling me, whether they're hating me or they're booing me, what that sounds like in real time. I, like... That matters to me, and maybe, maybe they'll. Be, I'll get that opportunity. Maybe I don't. I'm not. I'm not bitter if it doesn't come around, but I also can't just sit around hoping that it comes around either. You know what I'm saying? I got to keep moving. The second regret is you don't realize how many people don't know the kind of work you're putting in until you get into that position. Because you see the Twitter comments, you see all the stuff that's going on and whatnot, and um. It's one of those cases where, who is this guy? Who is this guy? Who is this mm-hmm. guy? You don't want to be smelling yourself out there on the indie circuit and then find out when you get on TV that, yeah, you popping. Again, it's that mixtape status thing. You've sold a million out to Trump, but nobody knows who the hell you are. And that's right. fine. We have that conversation my trainer used to say, whereas you need to stop going to places acting like you over. There's somebody that hasn't seen you. If you treat it, Every match, every opportunity, every moment, like they've never seen you before, it will keep you in check. Because you promo like they've never seen you before. You wrestle like they've never seen you before. Your energy is like they you're debuting for the first time every time. And um, it made me really think about that and be like, okay, my biggest audience was Pineapple Pete. So for a million people or whoever was watching at the time and all those people that are watching the old YouTube videos and everything like that, they think the biggest thing I've ever done with my career was me versus Chris Jericho, which is big. 
But um, this creates an opportunity for me to be able to have something of my own as Suge D, trying mm-hmm. to make something happen. And I need to see that through and I need to follow that through and I need to make something happen. And in the course of that, who knows? I might run into something else. I don't count anything out, but somebody's got to keep the lights on here in indie wrestling. Facts. And if it's going to be me, uh, I'm cool. And I have my conversations and my thoughts at one point about you're a failure because you didn't get the deal. And there are people on Twitter, not a real place, that will make you feel like you ain't popping if you ain't got the deal, which is which is crazy to me if we're having the Twitter conversation because, like, you get a wave going on the indies. All anybody ever wants is for you to get the deal. You get the deal, then everybody hates you when you get the mm-hmm. deal because you ain't popping the way that's going on or they hate creative or they hate this or they do this or they do that. And then, um, you know, you come back and I hope to God they haven't ruined your love for the game because then it turns into, oh, my God, I'm unshackled and all this other stuff. They're finally going to see what I'm going to do. Dude, like, I know rough things happen no matter what's going on, but there's going to be a rough part of wrestling no matter what's going on, whether you sign the ink or you don't. Like, (laughs) it's just like the rap. I compare it to the rap game a lot. It is. Um, They're very similar. Right. When you sign to a label, they got a certain package for you, and this is how they want, and this is the formula that's going to get you to chart, and this, that, and the third. Uh, It's very rare, but it's cool when people get to keep the parts and they have uh, people in that office that know who they are and are able to still keep that authenticity while still making these big hits and getting these millions and doing things that's going on. But, um, you know, a contract is a contract. It's a job. You got to get this mortgage. You got to get some stuff going and whatnot. Um, Sometimes you're going to make a few songs for the check. And sometimes you're going to make some stuff because those are the personal hits. That's the stuff that you want to do. Mm-hmm. I'm fortunate enough that AEW, when that was all said and done, gave me an opportunity for opening a few new doors so that I am making better money now to the point where everything's all good, not tripping about some stuff. I can pick and choose what's going on. I don't know if I'll ever get the challenge to be able to do TV wrestling again, but I'd like to. Um, but if it doesn't happen, I'm not tripping about it. I'm not a failure over it if it doesn't happen. And sometimes there need to be some cats that have a hellacious mixtape run. So if I'm a Dat Piff wrestler, I'm a Dat Piff wrestler, man. I'm working on the dedication, too. Facts. That's what I'm working on. Mm-hmm. Love that. There's <laughs> bars all over this, Shug, man. I, You know, like... Somebody got to be proud. Like, I, I don't know. I, I guess, like, people yep. treat indie like it's a dirty word. Some, somebody got to be do. proud of the indie. Yeah. yeah. It's fine. It feels like, it, like everybody mm-hmm. is so quick to try to get out of it. And it's like, at least give back to it before you, like, that's all I really care about. Like, give back to it if you're going to, like, use it for whatever it is to get over there. Like, at least try to give back, at least try to make so the future of this is is well and going. Because indie wrestling, they say all the time, indie wrestling's dead, indie wrestling's dead. Indie wrestling will never die. There's, like I said, I did the BW500, but there's, like, 500 more black wrestlers that are out in the world. Oh, yeah. There's five, there's a thousand uh, other wrestlers in America and Mexico and Japan and Europe. There's like all these places that if WWE and AEW stopped today, there still would be those like, this is forever. So you continuing to not only want to carry this championship, but represent for independent wrestling is very important. Yeah. I, I, it's just, I love the crust of it. Like, um, 
I've sacrificed a lot for it. And there are some times yeah. I probably did too much in terms of the sacrifices. When you get older, you start realizing that stuff because you, you start losing things. And um, yep. I'm fortunate to be able to say, like, it's the best balance I've ever had in my life. Um, and in comp- along with work, like I'm having a good time with who I am when I'm out of boots as well as when I'm in them. But, um, you know, and I I guess people will throw around the thing that I kind of take like on a mentor role or I drop advice. Um, I want people to enjoy, to really enjoy this because you're you're putting so much wear and tear on your body. You're putting in so many miles. You're stressing about if it's ever going to happen. You're getting passed over. There's people that um, you're going to you're going to share cars with and they're going to be gone. Because they're going to make bigger money and you used to talk to them every day and sometimes you're not going to talk to them as much because the life comes at them fast and other stuff is going on. But this Like is people broke. are probably frustrated right now about Leon Slater because he's 19 and he got a contract and they're probably like, I've been in the game for this many years and he got this and it's like, it doesn't have to be like that. And there are more spots than just the one, sure. just the two, just the three. That and people have what to I got to say about that. Um, like if, if this pisses somebody off what I'm about to say next, cool. Um, look, he got the spot. Um, there's a certain thing called self-awareness and there's another thing that follows around that is tag team partner, the hot tag accountability. Um, I've had to be self-aware a few times about some stuff that's going on. That's why Alex Kane is one of my best friends in this business. That's why Darius Lockhart is one of my best friends in the business. Cause there've been times that I've had to tell them something they did not want to hear. And even if it pissed them off, they knew it was out of love and they did what they had to do. Both of them have had to tell me some shit I did not want to hear. Alex Kane had to tell me some shit I didn't want to hear um, six months ago. Mm-hmm. And um, I needed to hear it. It lit a fire in my ass, man. It made me want to go, it made me want to go get it um, a little bit more. Um, transparency without being too detailed about it. Um, we were talking about how industry talk and everything, right? Um the people that make the decisions don't seem to want to tell you to your face why they made it a decision. They'll baby face you, but it's like they'll they'll have the real reason why they made the decision to somebody else, like somebody that's mm-hmm. in the inner circle. Listen, dude, you know, I, I've lived a lot. I've lost a lot. Um, some of my favorite people in this business are people I can't. Well, some people would say they can't stand or they would call them assholes, but I respect them because I know where they're coming from. I know they're going to keep it real with me. I know they're not going to baby face me because that's not going to make me better or that's not going to answer the questions that I need to get better. Um, Kane had a conversation with them and he came back and he told me some, he told me something from that person that it really sucked to hear, especially mm-hmm. because I heard something completely different from that person as to why. But I'm like, all right, that's how you feel. But you're wrong. And I'm not going to be here bitter about it or pissy about it or say this or that in the third. Um, I'm going to get after it. And honestly, I, I, I guess I do need to say this. Alex, uh, thank you so very much because um, because you told me to get after it. I got this now. And um, that means the world to me because I wouldn't have been putting two and two together. If you didn't tell me what you told me that day, because then it made me think, what else is everybody saying? And uh, even if they're still saying it, we don't have to agree. We can agree to disagree. So this leads me to my point about Leon Slater. 
self-awareness and accountability. Okay, so they don't give the deal to Leon Slater. Um, are you the guy that they would have called next? Is your gear on point? Is your mm. Are your matches popping like that? Do you have the social mm. media following? Are you having the big matches? Are you the ones that the promoters lean on when it's like, man, I need somebody to go ahead and do this? Um, have, are you getting trial offers? Are you going to the... Um, are you going viral every time you hit your finish? I know it's they, it sounds right. stupid, but like that's what it is. You know, there's a lot of ways. There's a lot of ways in. There's guys that people get pissy about who got deals who don't go through the quote unquote super indies. And I'm here to tell you, uh, they're not at the super indies, but they're at places that people watch or people scout. And they it's not a back door, but sometimes it's the stuff that they don't talk about that gets you in the front door. And you have to be open and you got to be ready for that. But a lot of people will get pissy about the Leon Slaters of the world because it's like, oh, well, he's 19 and he's getting this and he's getting that. Okay, if they didn't give it to Leon Slater, you weren't the second person on the list that they weren't going to call. You weren't even the hundredth person on the list that they were going to call. Worry about what you got going on. You, yours will come to you. Like, I'm not pocket watching nobody else. I'm not looking over at somebody else. All I can worry about is what I got in front of me. Hell yeah. Well, Shug, it's been, been almost an hour with you. An incredible mm-hmm. conversation. Yeah, man. Um, before we before we wrap it up, uh, you know, we often like to uh, talk about, you know, uh, close it close it out thinking forward. Uh, so y- y- you've you've won the Pan African World Diaspora World Championship. You also recently acquired the Action Tag Team Tag Team titles. Also hold the Paradigm Pro Tag title. Uh, you know, uh, you're amassing a little bit of a collection there, uh, but. How are you looking to close out 2023, and uh, what are your goals for 2024 and beyond? 2023, um, I need to let people know I'm serious. Like, the match I had with Jocelyn, um, that's a start. Like, I need people to know it's like, okay, um, it's Big Matt Shug, man. You know, if, if especially if it's if it's the Pan-African that's on the line. Not that I'm, I'm trying to turn down any less, but if the Pan-African's on the line... I'm giving you everything I got with whoever is in there, and they're gonna have to meet me. They're gonna have to match me. They go, they they can't phone in. I need them on AR Fox time. When I say mm-hmm. AR Fox time, since the day I met AR Fox, all the way back in the day in FIP, um, when they invited him to the Jeff Peterson Memorial, um, AR Fox is one of my favorite wrestlers because that man don't know how to phone it in. I've seen him have never. I've seen him have. Many equality matches for three people. I've seen him have it with stadiums now, which he deserves. Mm-hmm. And um, he don't know how to turn down. He, he This man will be a broken mess and still come out that curtain ready to go and give you everything. Like, you don't have to do all that, Fox. Yeah, he do. Yeah, he do. And it's it's not a discussion. He goes out there and he's got to do it his way. Um, I want that. I want to be able to be on that AR Fox time when they see me on there that I gave you what, you, what I got. When we were having the match, when we get into 2024, we got to touch some new horizons. We got to do some new things. We got to make some new possibilities happen around this title. And of course, for myself, even outside of that, um, me, I'm of a mind that, well, two things. The first thing of a mind is I think if you're just doing great work, strong work, quality work, the rest is going to come with you. If you do quality work, the money's going to come. The championship opportunity is gonna come. The 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 op- like you know the promotions will come. 
And um, it may not happen as fast as you want to, but it'll happen. It'll come. Like, people are paying attention. I, that's a, a shout to everybody else that's out there that's grinding, too. I need you to stay on that. The other thing, too, is there's a Chinese proverb in the uh, Dao Te Ching, uh, Lao Tzu, a Chinese philosopher. Um, I love that book because it teaches you how to be okay with letting stuff go because the world is still moving in its own thing, you know? Like, you got to learn to be reactionary when it's the right time. And one of my favorite sayings uh, from that book, it basically boils down to you do something great and then you forget about it. And it took kind of growing up to realize it. I always think about the Chris Jericho match when I say that line because there's so many people that would have outbundied that match and been on some like, well, you know I wrestled Chris Jericho four <laughs> years ago, right? You know what I'm saying? I know vets. From back in the day, when I was starting off in Georgia, they had a squash match with, with Ric Flair. And we'll never let it go. He's like, man, Rick told me I was the best they ever want for him that night. And this, that, and the third. And all this other stuff like that. And it's like, I feel you, my guy. But what's been going on? Like, that's what you're oh, going to hang yeah. your head on? Like, that? Mm-hmm. Like, that's it? Like, that's, that's mm-hmm. what you got? And there's, there's some cats. It's like that. It's like you peaked uh-huh. in high school. You peaked on that squash match. You you peaked on that little bit of time that you had over there. And it's like, if that's if that works for you, okay, but that don't work for me. I, I, I want something more than what's going on. I want people to be able to look at my indie legacy or if I get another shot at TV, something that they can really cling to and just be like, man, you know, he was always moving. You know he did this. You know he did that too. You know he did that. So... If you do that something great, you enjoy it for that moment that you have, and then you have to forget about it. Because otherwise, you cling to that too much. You get complacent. You think people should be showing you old love when, you know, you showing me love for an album I put out when I debuted, and we're four albums in, and I ain't matched that quality in some time. Don't nobody want to be Nas. Because it took a long time for Nas to get out that hole for a little while. He made Illmatic his first album. Mm-hmm. One of the most perfect rap albums you will ever hear in your life. He had some problems getting people to believe he was really that after because he was a curse of being so great. And he did coast off his reputation off that first album for a long time, but he showed people yeah. later. Um, I got to show people now. And this is great. It's humbling. Um, I'll be honest with you. Um I really look at it every time I get ready to go into the car, but otherwise, you know, I leave it in my little area where my championships sit and I do my best not to really look at it because I don't want to start feeling myself too much. Um, The work just got harder. That's all it is. Hell yeah. Yeah. Well, damn, Shug. I appreciate you coming and spending some time with us today. Yeah, we really appreciate it. This has been great, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. You, uh, you know, you, it, look, it, you, you may refer to yourself as a mixtape guy, but uh, if if there's one thing that's true about mixtapes, they've all got bars. Today's episode, yep. today's mm-hmm. episode was loaded with them. It was. Loaded mm-hmm. with them. Uh, so, again... Thank you so much for coming and hanging out with us. Before we do get get our own shit off, uh, you know, what do you, what do you got to plug? Where can everyone find you at? Uh, at Sugar Dunkerton on Twitter. Um, keep it light, guys. 
You know, every, 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 everything ain't got to be the end of the world when, when, when we message each other on Twitter. Keep it light. Keep it light. That's all I ask. It's like, honestly, I'm going to be honest with you. I, I just hang on Twitter because I, I I just feel it's going to fall apart. Like, I'm honestly just sitting for the implosion. That's all mm-hmm. That's all I'm here for. Like, when it falls apart and I'm just, I'm I'm Tyler Durden at the end of Fight Club and I'm just looking at all the buildings just fall. And I'm just, <laughs> yes. You know, but until then, but until then, I'm going to tweet it out. Um, uh, Sugar Dogerton F A S H O. That's pronounced for show. Shout out Omar, one of the coolest dudes I ever met in my life. Um, that's me on Instagram. Um, you know, uh, Sugar Dunkerton Bro at gmail.com. That's the that's the booking email. That's the business email. That's always open along with the DMs. Come reach out to me. Um, I got shows coming up at you know Retinal. I got uh, I got Retinal Pro Wrestling. I got Ashe, of course. Um, we got action. We got TWE. We got um, we got a few things that we working out as far as it goes to some different states to be confirmed. All this other stuff like that. And um, if I'm giving a final plug, I'm giving a shout out to uh, just the the fans that remember to be fans. This is something to be loved and enjoyed. Um, it's not perfect, but it's great when we just turn the brain off for a minute and we just enjoy it for what it is. I appreciate you. And this is a shout-out to the grinders out there. I know people, you feel unseen and you feel like it's not coming fast enough. Um, it'll come in its time. But you got to work hard and you got to be ready and you got to stay ready for whatever is going to happen for you. Don't let nobody feel bad if you got the longest contract in the world or you got no contract. Are you putting out good work? The rest will follow. Hell yeah. Thank you again so much for coming to hang out today. Yeah, it's been good. Absolutely. Reg, where can everyone find you at, my dude? Uh, you can, of course, find me here every Wednesday with Mike on Indeed. I'm on with Denise on the AEW Dynamite Post Show. Tomorrow's Ask Rhapsody with Philip on the uh, Fightful Select. And then I'll be on the Ring of Honor Post Show with Kate uh, Thursday night. And, of course, every Saturday you can catch me on the Grapsity Podcast, Philip Lindsay, talking the best in pro wrestling of the week. Uh, check out the BW500. There's some cool things still in the horizon going. So, uh, yeah, we moving. Thank you again, Shug. This has been amazing. A lot of gems. I'm ready. I'm feeling motivated off of that, and I'm not even I a wrestler. So. Shout out so. to that. Gaston LaRue, oh, yeah. we see you, man. Oh, my we God. We see you, man. <laughs> you doing good work out here, boy. Paul Wall Award, Gaston LaRue. Yeah, <laughs> I think you should start doing that now in the BWI, man. Like get the five hundred, but get the Paul Wall Award. The somebody oh, okay, yeah. like that. Yeah, I, I, I like think that. that's the one. I think that's the one. It's, it's like Adam Priest is going to be first. I think. Screw you. I knew that was going to touch it. Hell no, nah, Adam Priest ain't first. BK Westbrook. Now, okay, that boy is icy. <laughs> like, like, like Paul Wall Award <laughs> first ballot. <laughs> Like you gotta have the John B thing no end of the ward is what you're saying? Hey, whatever gets you whatever gets you the spot. Whatever gets you the spot, man. Oh my god. And uh uh I, I'm I'm gonna slip my plugs in and get the hell out of here. Oh yeah. my god. Uh every Wednesday here talking wrestling independent wrestling with Red here on Indeed. Uh guests that we have coming up. Let's see. Uh next week we have Dan the Dad. He's gonna come yes. here. He's gonna come hang out, and talk about some Glory Pro with us. So, yeah, there, there you go, Van Twinblade. Um, Finally, Van Twinblade. 
Week after that is going to be somebody from West Coast Pro. Uh, they've they got to show that weekend, so we'll figure that out. And then I'll get uh, somebody. We'll get somebody. we got some rescheduled guests from uh, you know some some illness a, a couple months ago to uh, to to get back. So we'll, you know, we're gonna have Alyssa Marino coming up and uh, Matthew Grant from Crossbody Pro Wrestling up here in Canada. And uh, otherwise, I'll just be on the Twitter machine, uh, the thing right there. Uh, you know, talk about shows. Right now, it's just going to be me geeking out about the fact that Alpha One Wrestling's coming back. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. more wrestling in my hometown. Thank fuck. I love it. I didn't even know so. that. Lord. Okay. Alpha One. Yeah. 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 That's, Ethan, yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Ethan, yeah. Ethan Page uh, put out a YouTube video today uh, that he announced uh, February 3rd okay. of next year. Oh, let's go. Alpha One will be making its return and it will be running. Still here in the greatest city on I earth, Hamilton, love Ontario, when wrestling Canada. Comes back, baby, yes, best of luck so, to them, man. They was making some things happen when they when they was out. They was popping. Mm-hmm. I I I love it. My my local scene has been up 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 lately, and it's uh, I'm I, I I'm just benefiting off of it. Like I I get to see all this stuff wrestling all the time. It's amazing. Like as a fan, like you know what that's all we want. We just want to watch good ass wrestling. So. In the meantime, go to a show, buy some merch, check out your favorite wrestlers, and uh, you know, we'll probably have them here on Indeed one day. You know, we got at least fifty episodes down, so somewhere in the next fifty. Uh, thanks for hanging out with us. See you next week. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.